All right, I got to get the uh, the energy going this morning. Maybe maybe one day I'll post some of these podcasts and not and not like once a week on a Thursday night at midnight where you're getting <laughs> Thursday at midnight where you get uh hey everybody, happy happy Saturday. What a great weekend it is from uh, 6 days ago, 5 days ago. Uh, maybe I'll do that now. Maybe. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. I guarantee nothing. I promise nothing. You'll hear this when you hear it, and you'll like it. You'll love it. Uh, I don't think I told you. <laughs> so over the weekend, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I check my I, – I log into my online, uh, you know, my mobile banking app pretty regularly, like regularly as in many times during the day <laughs> because I would just, you know, yeah, you've got the like fraud alert, fraud detection, but – What's better fraud detection than your own two eyes, right? And I just, I like to see, make sure all the transactions, uh, you know, at least once a day, but let's be honest, it's probably multiple times a day that I log in and I want to make sure that all the transactions that I see are in fact mine or my wife's transactions, that only mine or her debit cards are listed and that everything is on the up and up. And... Yeah, and I do that. I do that on a very regular basis, as I've just mentioned several times. So Saturday night, we're hanging out. And of course, that's the thing, too. Like, I don't, I, the amount of fraudulent transactions, I honestly don't, I feel like I've had like one, like ever, two. I, it's, it's been such a small amount. I've been very fortunate, whatever it is, luck, fortune, I don't know. Um, and of course, but the only time that I, the only times that I've ever found fraud on my card, and I guess this makes sense because if I'm a fraudster, when am I going to steal somebody's card information and spend stuff? I'll do it when it's like non-banking hours. So after you know, from like two p.m. on Saturday until uh, you know maybe seven or eight a.m. on Monday, that's a pretty good time to do stuff because it's also the weekend, and people are probably less likely to be checking their bank account over the weekend. You might not, you just, you know, you're doing weekend stuff and like, yeah, who cares? But not me. I still check my, maybe even more on the weekend. And it's, I mean, it's like you don't have to do anything, right? You just like, it used to be I found out my bank balance when, I I don't even know. When I went to the ATM, I feel like that was like, that's the, that's like the 90s, the, the previous modern way to find out your bank uh, info before there was anything online is you could just do a quick balance look up on the ATM or if you took out uh, you know 20 bucks or something go to the movies uh, you'd get the receipt and it'd tell you what's left in your bank account I guess that's that's it or you just go to the bank I feel like I did that too sometimes I feel like I would just go to the bank and be like hi can I just get a uh, can I just get an account summary I don't even remember it's just crazy what did people do? They balanced their checkbooks and stuff. I don't know. I don't, I don't waste my time on that because, uh, A, who the hell is writing a check? But, yes, I get it. It's still a checking account. Things are coming out of the checking account. But <coughs> balancing my checkbook is, is me just going onto my, onto my mobile app multiple times a day, every day, seven days a week <laughs> to make sure that all my transactions look good. 
And uh, and if you do that a couple couple times a day, at least once a day, yeah, you know, you don't have to like because balancing a checkbook was like a monthly activity, which I think I did. I think I did that once. I think I would do that when I delivered papers and we we made everybody pay by check, so I had to I had to balance that account. But uh, yeah, I don't I, I don't fucking who has time for that? Who's sitting there? Who the hell under the age of seventy five is uh, is balancing a checkbook? I don't know. I don't. I just don't see the need for it. I know what's in my account. <laughs> I know. I know the transactions that I've approved. I can see a list of them. I guess that's the difference. It's like back in the day, you wrote a bunch of checks. You had okay. Here's the checks I've written since the between the first and the thirty first, and now I'm going to balance what's in my account, and I'm going to total up those checks. I have a line item for each check, and I'm going to make sure that it all ties out. The number of checks that I've uh, that I've written and have been deposited equals what's in my account. I, you know, it makes perfect sense, but. Uh, you know, now you just you log in and you see your bank account. Okay, this is how much I have. Let's see. And and I also, you know, I have an Excel spreadsheet that I've had for I don't know, a decade and a half that has it's taken different forms over the years and it's been updated and made better here and there. And that's how I that's also how I know. I just look and I know I have all my monthly recurring payments listed. Here's the cell phone, here's the car, here's the whatever. And and then I can you know it's it's easy to track. Anyway, so Saturday night, I just I said okay, well I haven't <clears throat> I made some purchases today. I went to the gas station and I went here and I went there and I went to the nature store <laughs> and I said all right, I'm gonna make sure that the that those are the only transactions uh, on the list today. And then of course I made a big payment to pick up my car. To have the tires uh, or the brakes fixed, so I wanted to make sure everything was there, everything's good. See what's pending, what's posted, all that stuff. And so there's two. So I log into the app, and there's two transactions, and I have no idea what they're for. And I know, and you know, sometimes I look at a transaction and I don't know what it is, but I say this is an amount that looks familiar. It's a new purchase. I think this is legit, and I just can't think of why you know you, once in a while you see that right and as usual for me that usually means it's something from the school because there's maybe there's a fundraiser and it's some company that I don't you know not usually doing business with and it's you know if I see something that's like 39.99 for uh you know spirit city I don't I don't know what what the fuck and I, and I look at it and I say oh what's this and then I'll either go and look up the company or I'll look at the amount, and I'll, or I'll do a. I mean, that's the great thing. You can just do a search on the on the name, and if I if I look back and it has like six other instances of it, and then I can and I can say, okay, this was taken out. Oh, right, this is uh whatever. This is this is something. This is oh, uh, mu- you know, I'll see something that says like music. There was one that's like music, such and such music, and I'm like such and such music. Who the fuck? What music is this? And then I'd, I'm like, oh, it's the instant, you know, we, we, you know, the kid, the youngest plays flute. I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Um, we lease the flute or it's leased to buy or leased to own, whatever it is. I don't know. Uh, so there's little things like that. Or there's a one time 
payment to a, some kind of fundraiser for the school. And I, I'll look at it and I say, ah, this looks like fraud. I didn't do that. Oh, right, right. School stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought a sweatshirt from the school store. <laughs> That's what this is. Uh, but it might be some vendor. And, you know, it's not going to say like the kids, the name of the kid's school. It's some vendor that I've never heard of. And I check and uh, 99 times out of 100, everything's good. I had one a few years ago that I had absolutely no idea what it was. And then I realized that I had like, I had subscribed to the Wall Street Journal like a year and a half ago. And it was some insane promotion where it was like 99 cents for, uh, you know, a decade. And then all of a sudden I had this big charge for like a month of Wall Street Journal for like $39.99. Like, what the fuck is this? Uh, So pretty much in every instance where I thought there was, and that's why I, that's why you check often. Cause you could go, if you don't, you know, if you check once a month, which I can't imagine anybody does that, but if you check in frequently, there's a whole list of things you have to go back and review. I check many times a day so that I have, maybe there's only three or four transactions since the last time I checked. Maybe there's no transactions since the last time I checked, but I check and I have a, I always have a good idea of what's supposed to be there. And then I can go and make sure there's no surprises. Well, Saturday night, surprise, there's, uh, there was, gosh, there were two different transactions. One was for $79.95. One was for $189.95 to a thing called Merrick, Merrick something. Hold on, I'll tell you. Mer, Merrick. See? I am, I just I'm logging in now and this is exactly the amount that should be there. Uh yeah, one's okay, 169.50 and 84.80 to something called Mercari. And I looked at it and I said, "Ooh." And that's the other thing too. If I see something that's like 9.99, then I'm like, "Ah, that's probably some subscription." <laughs> That I forgot about. I either need to cancel or it's a, it's an, you know, there's some things as like an annual, you know, like I, there's some Apple like annual thing that I have. I mean, and that's easy because it just says Apple, iTunes, whatever to have like the, you know, to have the cloud storage, you have to pay whatever. And okay, that's easy. Um, and there's, you know, there's some stuff that you forget about and it's like an annual thing and it shows up, uh, and you can, you know, call and cancel or you get it's, but it's not fraud. And these ones, I said Mercari. And, you know, sometimes I'll see it if it's a small enough amount, I can remember and say, oh, well, we, yeah, we bought some shirts, uh, some spirit wear for the kids from the school. Or it was, oh, yeah, right, the school photos. That was, uh, that was 40 bucks here, 40, $80, whatever, I don't know. And uh, this one, I said Mercari is not something I'm familiar with. I feel like I've heard the name of it. But I don't know Mercari. And I looked up Mercari. And it's like an online marketplace. It's like an eBay, essentially. It's like an eBay, Etsy sort of type marketplace thing with stuff. Just more crap, you know. And I said, okay. Well, I know for sure I did not purchase anything from Mercari. Uh, asked the wife, "Did you? do you know these? Did you purchase anything from Mercari? She says, I don't know what the hell that is. Okay. And then I asked the kids, and I know, and it's one of those things where I feel jerky because I know, like, I don't have kids who are just going to, like, I don't have kids who are idiots and are just going to, like, buy some, you know, but, but you, sometimes you just don't know, like, okay, do I have some account associated with some game 
that they play and they fuck like I I don't think so because we don't do you know I, I I will buy them a game through like Steam or whatever but I don't have you know it's I don't I don't say okay here's the credit card so you can you know play some social online game and buy jewels and fake bullshit to you know accessories I don't do that I'm like sorry no we're not we're not doing those things. I'm not going to spend thousands of dollars <laughs> so you can buy crap in a free game. Um, so like I know it's not like they didn't do anything. I just I know it's not them. Um, so that's when I said okay. I think, but I but I asked them anyways, just in case. I'm like, did you do you have any idea? Did you was there anything that you thought you were spending like fake money in a video game and? A, and I also know my kids aren't going to like grab my debit card out of my wallet. They're just, there's not that those people. They're just not, that's not how it is. You know, some kids are usually like younger, you know, 10 and 12 don't really do that um, unless they're just jerks. <laughs> my kids, when they were very young, had some Kindle thing and I had a purchase for some like, it was like a Minecraft skin or something, but it was some like off brand. I don't even know how this happened to some like black market, like Amazon app store. And it was for $199.99 for something like when they were like five, one of them was five years old and just, you know, the Kindles are pieces of shit. And I could never, I, I, every time the I'm so glad that they had, don't do anything on Kindles because Kindles suck. Kindles are fucking cheap, and you get exactly what you pay for with a fucking Kindle. It's crap. It's a piece of crap. Maybe the maybe the more expensive ones that are not for kids. Maybe they're slightly better, but I, I don't know because I got I got a Kindle for Kimmy one time years and years ago, and that thing was a piece of shit too. Kindles fucking suck. This asshole has flown to space making these piece of junk Kindles. Anyway, but they're cheap and they're durable, so. You can get a Kindle for your kid. Like every kid under the age of eight has a Kindle because it's perfect. Like Kindle is like a perfect baby toy. <laughs> it's like you can get a Kindle for like 30 bucks, like a 16 gig Kindle, a kid's Kindle with the, you know, durable case and everything. You can get it for nothing. And it's, you know, 16 gigs is enough room to have, uh, you know, Minecraft and a couple other games and maybe like, uh, you know, D Disney app or something, whatever. And it's it's enough to like, okay, cool. And of course, my kids would make like hour-long videos and then wonder why there was no space left on their Kindle. <laughs> but with the Kindle, I just never, I would always, I would go in and I would try to like, just trying to free up storage was a pain in the ass. Just trying to link the account and like put the privacy settings. But it's like Facebook where there's like 12 different branches you could go down, you know, to find the security settings and the privacy. And I thought I had it set up, but evidently I didn't. Uh, or at least I had it set up on one of them, but not on the other where any purchase needed a, you know, needed a code and a confirmation. And evidently I did not have it set up on one. And, uh, yeah, so there's a, a purchase of like $200 for a, for a Minecraft skin. And luckily say what you will about Amazon. Lots of good, lots of bad. If you call Amazon with a problem, they fix it. Especially if it's something like that. And when I called and said, Hey, 
I got a purchase here for $199 <laughs> that my kid made for some bullshit like Santa Claus skin or something like that. And he goes, okay, that's, yeah, that's fake. We'll refund that immediately. I'm like, great, thank you. Uh, anyway, I mean, they've, I've had customer service stories with Amazon that are just like, wow, this wouldn't happen anywhere. So, so I thought, yeah, I mean, there's like, there's not even a chance that my kids would have purchased something on Mercari or even like, they're just, they're old enough and smart enough to know like not to do that. When they were five, it was like, okay, I hit a button and get some stuff and uh, charge $200 to my dad's Amazon account for a Santa Claus skin that doesn't even exist. Um, <laughs> but now they, they know, they know, they know what to do and they're not evil. So they're not going to just like steal my debit card or my credit card and start like buying things on a, on a store. Cause they know if they just ask me, I'm like, Oh, video game. Sure. You can have it. <laughs> so they don't need to, they don't need to steal. They just spoil the shit out of them. Uh, anyway. So yeah, so those two those two two purchases. So I immediately called the card thing. Had it. You know, had my card blocked so they could make no additional purchases. And uh I don't really know the point of this story other than to say fuck you, you asshole. Whatever you bought from Macari, hope it was worth it. Cuz I'll find you. I will I'll hunt you down. I won't. I don't. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Uh, and obviously, a lot of people get away with this shit. So even the brightest minds don't know where to begin. <laughs> and most of the really brightest minds are the assholes doing these fucking scams. Uh, but I, I feel like I might be done going to BJ's gas because you know my my initial instinct is, hmm, BJ's gas is very very busy all the time. There's so much going on. Nobody, if somebody, I mean, and these these pros, if they want to put a skimmer, a card skimmer on the on the pump, on the credit card thing, they could do it. They're so crafty and good at this stuff, they could do it in a matter of seconds. And and nobody, because there's just so much going on, there's so much activity at BJ's gas pump that nobody would even know. And even if somebody caught it like 20 minutes later, the amount of cars that are going to go through like nonstop and put their cards in and everybody, I mean, you can pay by cash, but I don't think there's very few people who do because you have to go to the thing and like, Hey, I want, you know, 40 bucks worth of gas. And they'll be like, okay, you'll get two gallons of gas with that. And uh, (laughs) so I most, I had 99.9% to pay with a card and unlike Sam's where it's all in the app, BJ's, you have to put your card in the reader. So my if if I were to go with my initial hunch, my initial gut would be that yeah, I probably got skimmed at BJ's and uh and they were able to, you know, they were able to make some nice little purchases at Mercari. I mean, that's the that's the other thing too. Are you going to purchase something at Mercari? I'm not saying Mercari doesn't have nice things. I'm sure they do. It looks like every fucking store that you've ever seen, like in a mall or on the internet, anywhere, just you know, crap. Um, but I'm thinking, like, you know, at least I, I, whatever. Good for you. You got some piece of shit from Mercari, and my bank was able. I called Monday morning first. That you know, I had the card blocked immediately on Saturday night 
because you can't, you know, the bank's not open. You can't really do much beyond that. And then Monday morning, first thing you call the call the thing, and the guy. <laughs> this is so bad. So the guy picks up a customer service guy, and I still use my credit first New York Federal Credit Union in New York. It's the same credit union that I've had my account with since I was like six years old, and my parents took me and opened an account, and they gave they gave each of us a hundred dollars, and then whatever like allowance money we had, and we put it in the account, and and that's that, and. Uh, and that's great. And, and I'm the only one left. I mean, my, my parents don't even have their account anymore. I have it because, like, why, you know, I don't need, I don't need access to a branch, really. I, everything's online. You know, I can, if, I, if, if there's, like, an actual check that I need to deposit, great. I'll just use the app, scan the check, take a picture of it, great. Pay people. All, I could just transfer. I mean, like, there's nothing that I have needed to do online. The only... The only con of the whole thing, as I realized Monday, was that if I lived near a branch, I could have just gone to a branch and gotten an instant issue debit card and filled out the, the fraud forms right there. Super duper great. Wonderful. Uh, so that's the only thing. And because the mail's slow, he said, it's going to take like up to two weeks for me to get my new debit card. So that sucks. But uh, the wife has her debit card, so it's like, and that didn't have any fraud attached to it, so... Yeah, we're good. And I check, uh, obviously now I check every five minutes and there's nothing there. So we're good. And they gave me the money, you know, they, they can, you know, it's a, it's a conditional, uh, reimbursement and then they have to go through the fraud investigation. And after the 45 days or so, the investigation will conclude and they'll either determine, yes, that was fraud. You will get to keep your money back or that was not fraud. Uh, you idiot. You bought a bunch of stuff from Mercari. <laughs> Lay off the taffy, <laughs> but I, I think even in my even in my wildest uh, taffy uh, moments, I I don't. That's one thing I don't. Do. I know people. I know people like drunk shop. You know they they get they get shit faced and they they go on like an Amazon shopping spree or you know go on online shopping sprees and stuff like that when they're when they're just sitting around sucking down the wine. I'm I'm not one to. Uh, I've never been one to to do that. Drive. I can I can spend money very easily sober, so I don't need to do a drunk. Uh, and then certainly on taffy, I yeah I I don't even know how to I don't even know how to use my phone if I have a taffy. So anyway, but the thing is, I called the guy Monday morning. I called my credit union, and the guy answered. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. R- helped me get everything that I needed. He did it for me. It was great. Uh, it was, you know, the whole thing. He, he, he satisfied everything that I needed to have happen. And, and, and so I have no complaints, but at first it was off to a little bit, I wouldn't say a shaky start, but it was just like, I was getting a little frustrated, I guess, because I, uh, you know, I'm giving him this information and he just, he doesn't seem to fully be, and I, that's a tough job, man. Those call centers. Oh my God. I can't imagine working in a call center. Because you're on the phone with one customer and maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's an hour. Who knows what these people need to call into a call center for? I need to call a call center like never, <laughs> like maybe maybe once a year and it might be just for something, you know, if I see a fee, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see some fee that I don't understand and I'll call and 
uh, usually get it, get the fee returned, and that's great. That's about it. And then, yeah, and then once in a blue moon, something like this happens, and I have to get a new debit card or I have to do something. But otherwise, yeah, I don't really, I just have no need for any of it. And uh, so I just can't even imagine if people are calling call centers, it has to be, because, you know, in the old days, okay, you didn't have online, so you had to call a call center, and you had for anything, right? If you're either you go into the branch or you call the call center because you can't go online and solve things. There's no automated this. There's no, it's just, you have to have a human being solve your problems. And now there's so many like quick fixes because a lot of stuff that you would have to call a call center for, you can do it online. If you need to order, I don't know. If somebody's actually still using checks, you order a new checkbook. Do it online. If you need a new debit, you can just do everything online. Apply for a loan, you can, whatever, just do it online. So I, I, I would imagine that people calling for call centers just have crazy, crazy things that they need to do. I need 15,000 traveler's checks. Uh, sir, traveler's checks don't really exist, that, but I need 15,000 of them. Each for $1. I'm, I want to bring $15,000 worth of traveler's checks, but $1 each. I don't know. <laughs> so they have to sit there while they fill out 15,000. Maybe not quite that extreme, but I'm sure it's all kinds of crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And people with, you know, I'm not a very complex uh, customer because I don't have, you know, I don't have a number. You know, there's people who have 20 different accounts and, and, and business accounts and, uh, you know, all these different things. I don't have that. So I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's all kinds of crazy, crazy stuff. And, uh, I'm sure. So to, so to be on a call center and to do it like early in the morning and you have one thing that you, you, one customer you're talking to, and then you have to switch gears and go to another one. And I know how I am. If I'm on one meeting about one topic and then I immediately have to go to another meeting, it's like, wait, what is this one about? So I'm not, it's like, yeah, that's a tough job. And I give him all the credit in the world. I will say his just general demeanor. When I was talking to him, you know, sometimes you can just tell where people are or are not from. And I'm, I'm talking to this guy and I'm like, I don't talk to a lot of people in the call center, but I know a lot of people from New York and I know a lot of people from New England, New Hampshire. I know a lot of people from North Carolina, from Florida, from various different states. And I said to myself, this dude ain't from New York. <laughs> you, you know, you can just tell, like you can tell when somebody's from a certain city and you can tell when they're not. And you can tell if somebody lives in a certain area and you talk to them like, I don't think you're from here. Um, like there's people like my buddy, Nick, who I worked with last year and, uh, and lives in Rhode Island. And I remember talking to him like, you're not, you're not from new England. Are you, I can't imagine. Are you from, you're not, you can't be from here. And he's, yeah, he's from New Jersey. I'm like, yeah, that's, I would have said New York, maybe Connecticut, or New Jersey would have been like one of those areas, the tri-state area. And sure enough, this is where he's from. Didn't have an accent or anything. Just if everybody's accent is exactly the same, you can just tell by people's demeanor, the way they talk, the way just it's it's interesting. It's such a fascinating study. Um, and I, I'm sure there's like some savant out there who you could just have somebody – you could have 50 people line up from from all 50 states and all have exactly the same accent no no regional dialect or anything and you can have them talk and this person could probably guess which state they are from 
Anyway, so this dude at the call center is talking. I'm like, yeah, this this guy, he's not from New York. I he's not. There's no way he's from New York. It just there just isn't. And I'm like, he reminds me too much of people around where I live in New Hampshire and New England. It's just there's, it's a weird thing. It's not like these states are that far apart, but they are so very different. It's crazy. It's crazy how much different New Hampshire and Massachusetts are. Massachusetts, pretty similar to New York. New Hampshire, not so much. Somewhat, but not totally. It's a weird thing. So so I'm giving him my address, and he goes, oh, Nashua. I'm like, oh, no, here we go. I'm not that guy, by the way. If somebody's like, if we found out that, like, oh, you, you know, okay, like, for example, uh, I lived in Florida, and I work with a lot of people who live in Florida because a lot of people live in Florida, and they don't know that I used to live in Florida. Because I'm not interested in telling them like where I live. I don't care where they live. It's just like not that interesting to me. And I don't, you know, the people who are like, oh, small world. That's not, I'm not that guy. I, the world is too small. <laughs> I want a bigger world. <laughs> what a small world. And uh, yeah, and Kimmy and I joked about that later. That She was like, oh, small world, huh? I'm like, yeah, yeah, small world. <laughs> Because the guy's like, oh, yeah, I know Nashville. I'm like, yep, cool, that's good. He's like, yeah, I used to live in Merrimack. I'm like, oh, oh shit, okay. Which is the, it's the next town over. Um, It's the Shelbyville to our Springfield, as uh, my buddy Alex and I joke frequently. And uh, he's like, yeah, I used to live in Merrimack. I'm like, oh, okay. So you're from, and I'm like, you're from New Hampshire? He's like, yeah, yeah, from Manchester. I'm like, okay, well, that's, yeah, okay, that's 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 the next... Nashua, then you go to Merrimack, and then you're in Manchester. So yeah, okay, you're from the you're from the corridor here, the Merrimack Valley, I think it would be called, uh, or maybe not. Maybe that's not even the. I, I I don't understand what anything is. Anyway, so he's so then he's like talking about. He's like, yeah, he's like I used to work at the Costco, and I'm like, oh my gosh, and uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm like oh. I'll bet you did. I could see that. I could see that. Because you sound like one of the guys who would work at Costco and be very, very chatty to everyone except me when I'm coming with my receipt. And then you'd just give me the, you'd big time me and give me the cold shoulder. Uh, but he worked in the cell phone department, which is right by the entrance. And so he's like, yeah, I worked in the cell phone department for like a, from 2014 to 2020. I'm like, oh, well, that's. That's most of the time that I've lived here. I'm like, so I said, there's, I, I said, absolutely 100%, even though I, we probably have never interacted. I'm sure I walked past you a million times because you have to walk past the cell phone thing to go anywhere because they want the people to be able to run out and be like, so are you satisfied with your wireless plan, sir? Do you need a new iPhone? Um, I, I avoid that by opening up my phone. And pretending that I'm on the phone with somebody. And then I start saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my my plan is the best. I've never been more satisfied with this plan. Yeah, yeah, no, thanks for asking. That's great. Yeah, good to talk to you. I pretend I'm on the phone with somebody who's asking about my, my wireless plan. Coincidentally, just as I happen to be passing by the cell phone people. But I said, I said, oh, okay, you worked in the cell phones? Yeah, well, then I've, I mean, yeah, sure. I've 
I walked past you a million times. And then he just like stops. He's like, maybe. I'm like, well, this took a dark turn. I'm like, maybe. What do you mean, maybe? <laughs> like, did I, if I done something to offend you? I mean, if you worked in the cell phone little area, everybody walks past the cell phone area who comes into Costco. I'm just saying there's, there's no chance that I didn't walk past you. Hell, I, you know, maybe I looked at you. Maybe I, you know, maybe we've even said hi. I don't know. And then he goes, he goes, maybe. He's like, I have curly hair. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, you're the guy with the curly hair. I've been wondering all this time. I even put a thing out on, on Craigslist. Uh, <laughs> I read it. I've been asking for years, hey, anyone remember the curly-haired guy from the Nashua Costco cell phone department? I've been looking for him just to say, hey, and now I've found him. He works at the call center at my credit union that I've been a member of since I'm six years old, since the mid-80s. What a small world. <laughs> I just couldn't be like, yeah, I was the guy with the curly hair. <laughs> Oh, that was you! I finally found you! Old Curly, I used to say. Hey, does old Curly still work here? <laughs> People were like, sir, just get the fuck out of here, please. Take your box of 30 jumbo hot dogs and leave, please. Take your bucket of M&Ms and go to your car and then leave, sir, please. We've had enough of you at Costco. But I'm looking for old Curly. <laughs> Curly's gold. There's a legend of Curly's gold. Well, I found the real Curly. I've I had curly hair. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh yeah. I'm always on the lookout for a for an able-bodied curly-haired man working in the cell phone department at my local wholesale club. And and now I wondered where have you been these last two years, and now I know. <laughs> old curly jesus christ anyway oh my goodness gracious <laughs> i'm the guy i had curly hair <laughs> but, but that's just a little that's a bit of an idea of how i was able to very early on in the first 10 seconds or so assess the situation and ascertain that he was not, in fact, a native New Yorker. Because there's just, right? There's just, you New Yorkers out there, there's just a thing that you just, you just know when, some, if you lived in a place for 30 years, even though I haven't lived there in 12 years, I can, you know, you see somebody and you're like, I think that's, I think this person's from New York. They don't, they talk a little bit faster. You know, there's there's places that have, you know, fast talkers. And that doesn't mean that everybody from everywhere else on the planet talks slowly. It just means, like, people, like, I don't know. It's a fast-talking group. It's a fast-talking group. And uh, this fellow was not a fast-talker, which I also feel is probably one of the key traits that one should possess if they're working in a high-volume uh, service area such as a call center where there are many, many, many calls coming in and also a lot of the metrics upon which you are uh, evaluated <laughs> tie back to 
the amount of time it takes to resolve an issue. So if I'm in a call center, I'm going to be talking like this the whole time. Yes, hello, sir. How can I help you? Oh, you need a you had a fraud alert? Okay, let me check your debit card. Okay, let me send that. I'm going to send that out. It's going to take two weeks. Mail's pretty slow. Uh, we just have to fill out a form. I'm going to send it to you. DocuSign, send it back to me. We'll be on our way. How does that sound? Okay, great. Uh, give me the two transactions. Yep, I see them here. They're both right here. I'll flag those both. We'll send you provisional credit. Upon 45 days, we'll get back to you uh, once the fraud uh, detection is complete, once the, uh, the once, once the evaluation is complete, and uh, the, the case is closed. Blah, 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 blah. There, we're done. Okay, maybe not quite, but, you know. And this guy's just like, ah, okay, let's take a look here. And there were so many times where he's like, whoops, hold on, let me go back. Let me go back. I'm like, oh, this guy's not... You are not a native to these parts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but then the 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 killer, the killer was like, yeah, "I worked at the Costco. Okay, well, I shop there all the time. Well, I worked in the cell phone department. Well, okay, you have to walk past the cell phones to get pretty much anywhere. So yeah, I probably walked past you a million times. Well, maybe I don't know. I had curly hair. <laughs> well, me too. So you must know who I am, right?" Oh, sir, that's preposterous. I see millions of people every day. Yes, yes, it is preposterous. Thank you. It is preposterous that either of us would recognize either of us and our respective curly hair. Can you please do something about my debit card and these fraudulent transactions? Or do I need to shoot the shit more with you about where you worked when you lived five minutes up the road from me? Because ah. I could, you know... You know what you know what I could have said? I could have said, "Hey, I've had this account since I was a kid." Where here's a question that never happened. Me asking him, "Oh, so where are you where do you live in New York? What town do you live in?" Because I know all the towns in that uh, general area cuz I grew up there, some better than others. Uh and he might have maybe he might have said Burnt Hills and I'd be like, "Oh, oh my god, you're not going to believe this one." I live where you are from, and you live where I'm from, and I'm from Burnt Hill. You know, it could have been like, wow, what a – we could have ended – the number of times we probably potentially could have said, what a small world. And I decided to to forego all of that because I don't care because everybody lives everywhere. At any point in time, there are thousands of people who I've never met and never will met who live within minutes of where I grew up. And I don't give a fuck about any of them. Great. I don't even know, like, I, I knew most of my neighbors because I delivered their newspaper. Did I know much about them? Uh-uh. Do I know what they're doing now? Nope. Are they still alive? I don't know. And I don't really, I don't care. It's not to say I don't care, but I don't care, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I do care, but I totally don't care. Oh, so anyway. So 45 minutes later, <laughs> I sent, I had the forms that I signed and sent back, and he put the thing in for a new debit card, and I got provisional credit back for those two fraudulent transactions. And, uh, and then and that's I was on my way. I couldn't be happier with the outcome, he did everything satisfactory to my to what I wanted and what I needed to have done on a Monday morning at 9.05 a.m. And, uh, you know, by the time we were done, it was closer to 9.45. But then, you know, it's a, it's a process. 
because that's it's fraud. That's that's real deal stuff. And you got to fill out the right forms and the investigation and all that stuff. And uh, so anyway, um, but yeah, it was just like that we got to a, that we got to a place where he was saying I was the guy with curly hair who worked at the Costco cell phone department, as though that would just oh yes yes it's you it's you I found you at long last two years of searching are at an end. Hey kids. I'm going to pick you up from school. Day off. Let's play hooky. I found the curly-headed guy from the cell phone department. Come on, everybody. We're going to get Pizza Hut. <laughs> Come on, everybody. We're going we're gonna to go get a jumbo dog at Costco to celebrate. <laughs> uh, so, hey, thank you to whoever stole about $250 to buy Mercari bullshit crap merchandise because I, if you hadn't, I never would have found my long-lost, curly-headed Costco pal that I didn't even know existed. What a small world. Isn't it a small world? And who knows? Maybe the person who stole my credit card information, maybe they're from uh, some place that I once drove past. Wouldn't that be amazing? What a small world that would be. Maybe they're from, maybe they're from Woburn. Massachusetts. I've driven through there a bunch of times. Wouldn't that be incredible? Oh, what a small world. All right, that's it. See ya.